Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Daily Mississippian Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Coney, and today we are talking about the infamous time of the year where you need to buy books. So without further ado, I have a student here today. Her name is Lindsay, and I'm just going to have Lindsay introduce herself for you. Hi, my name is Lindsay Williams. I'm a rising junior in the fall. My major is psychology, minoring in criminal justice and disaster science. And a fun fact about me is that I really like Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. Okay, well, welcome to the podcast, Lindsay. So I know for me personally, buying books is always like so stressful because I am like a planner. So like yesterday, um, we're recording this episode on July 29th. And so yesterday, July 28th, I looked on um, my course schedule and I'm like, there's no books. Like none of my professors have books. What am I supposed to do? Because I'm like the student that like buys their books, all the books that the professors tell you that you need. And then like before school starts and then come syllabus week, they're like, yeah, and you don't need half of these books. I just, you know, needed to put them on. So then I'm here, you know, just spent all this money on books and you think I'd learn with like all the years I've been doing this that you shouldn't do it but that's just my story wanted to be real with the audience because I am one of those people but I brought Lindsay here today to tell you about her um I guess game plan on book buying for the school year so Lindsay what is your advice or what do you do every um, school year or every new semester when it comes to buying books? Well I still excuse me I still have it down pat like it's so hard but I usually wait until after the first class because like you said I'm such a planner too and I want to buy all the books as soon as I see them on like posted but personally for me books are just way too expensive so I like to wait until after the professor like tells us exactly what books we'll need because sometimes you don't even need it till the second half of the semester so then like my literature classes we didn't need the books until after spring break so I just kind of wait and I like to get my books from Rebel Bookstore off campus I find that renting them is a lot cheaper sometimes depending on the class or I like to find them online sometimes the teacher will send you like a copy of it online so that's why I like to wait because half the time you can get them for free from the professor or you don't even need them. So that's usually my process is just to wait. Because I feel like you don't wait, then like you, like you said, you just waste too much money. So how um, does the rental process work for you? Um, with Rebel Bookstore, it's super easy. Like they have a great system where if you just tell them your classes, you can, they'll find it for you. And usually renting is like 40 to $50 cheaper. So you just go in, you get, grab the copy. You're able to write in it. I wrote in some of mine and they've never said anything. So you're able to write in it and still annotate, which is amazing. But like that's why a lot of people prefer to buy so they can like personalize and write their thoughts or whatever. And then at the end of the semester, I think it's like a day after finals, you have to return it, which most people are still on campus. So, you know, it's like easy. And then... You don't have to worry about selling it the next school year. You don't have to worry about, oh, if you don't sell it, it's just collecting dust. Um, I do only suggest renting books if you know you're never going to pick them up again. Like for me being a psych major, I 
I've rented a few of my psych books, but I wish I would have bought them. But like, if I had to take another chemistry class, I would rent it. Because like, I'm not gonna, I'm not pre-med or anything. So I'm never gonna go back and look at my chemistry book. But like, I would buy a psych book if that makes sense. Like you have to weigh which one is better for you. And then, so how do you weigh which book is better to buy or to rent? Um, what's your process in that? Okay, for my literature classes, um, I know one book, one of just like the reading books was like $15 and then renting it was 12. So since it was only a $3 price difference, I went ahead and bought it. But for my social work class, buying the book was 90 to $100 and renting it was, I think, 60 So since that's a $30 difference, I went ahead and rented it because I knew I would never go back to that textbook you know um I just have to weigh like am I ever going to look back at it like is this book going to benefit me in my career in the future to like have in my collection and if the answer is no then I don't buy it like half the time I don't buy any of them unless they're a psychology or criminal justice textbook because that's what I'm going to school for in the future if it's just a small price difference if I'm not going to look at it again I'll still buy it since really you have to figure it out on your own <laughs> which is stressful but you got to do what you got to do and I would say there's also many other book service um online book service like websites that you can go through like thrift books I've gotten a couple books from there um I, I know that some people use Chegg, but I've never really used Chegg in my life. Um, sometimes Amazon has cheap books that you can also rent and the return process is pretty simple. You just take it to a FedEx or a UPS and then just ship it back. And I also use Rebel Books, but there's many different book services that you can go to to rent or buy books and try to save you money but I will say unfortunately for online classes when they want you to get the like the little the little like access code there's no way around to beating that price I will say if you dig deep enough usually you can find a version online or whatever that's like very very cheap little to no money you just have to put in the work, which is like time consuming. So you're wasting your time, but you're not wasting your money, you know? Yeah, sometimes I feel like the most difficult part of class sometimes is just finding a book that's affordable. Sometimes the upper levels, you get the more expensive, not the more expensive, but the harder it gets to find sometimes. But I will take my little $100 psychology textbook over my like $200 bio textbook whenever I was a pre-med freshman. Like, um it's just the hardest part is finding books I will say though if you could find like one edition older sometimes like most of the time that will work um I think you have to weigh your options though with the classes again um for my social work class I had an edition younger and I was perfectly fine um but for like something like chemistry or bio I wouldn't do that so it's also like you have to weigh your options again Buying books is all about weighing your options, but I do suggest trying to find an edition younger and maybe just emailing your professor, explaining how money is tight or something and if an edition younger will help or suffice, I should say.
the last piece of advice I have about books is to actually read them. When your professor tells you to read the chapter, actually read the chapter. Because you'll make it a better grade on the test if you read the chapter than if you don't. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for telling me your tips and tricks about buying books, renting books. But in case people didn't listen to this podcast fully, I'm going to summarize this whole episode. So first, do not buy your books before syllabus week. Um, I'm going to take this piece of advice. Just listen to your professors during syllabus week hear what they're saying about which books to buy, which books not to buy. If it does become a financial hardship to buy books or even to rent them, make sure to ask your professor if it's okay um, to order a edition behind the edition that they're requesting you to buy. And um, also just weigh your options. Do you want to buy this textbook? Do you want to rent this textbook? If it's only a few um, dollar difference, Lindsay, um, just buys her textbooks. And I also sometimes do that as well. Um, but really just weigh your options. Are you going to use this book next year? Or are you just not going to look at it again? And the most important tip that Lindsay has for you all is to actually read the textbook that you buy or rent. Some professors, you know, actually do use the books that they rec they tell you to buy, and they will put questions on the tests or the quizzes about that textbook. So number one rule of this is just when you do rent or buy a textbook, please read it. I'm not telling you what to do, but it will help you in the long run. So I hope that everyone took some some help from this episode and I hope that your book buying process or renting process is phenomenal this school year and I'm your host Brittany Coney and I will talk to you all next week bye